Welcome to Council Cowboys. I'm your host, Casey. Uh, today's topic is scariest games. Bow, wow. And I'm joined in the studio by Rick. Wow. Who was late <laughs> by an hour today. Man, not my Thanks, fault. Rick. He was so late. Not my fault. Blame Eric is also here, Hi. Carlos, yep. and Brandon. I accepted blame earlier, I, but you guys kept yelling at me, so now it's not my fault. I, I'm, I'm here too. Yeah, no, it has to be your fault. I said your name. Shit. I? I know, but he talked oh, on the top okay. of me. Oh, he's been talking over everybody. He, first, wow. he's late, and then he's rude. I don't, I just don't know. That's what well, I do. Actually, he was rude by being late. He's At least he's consistent. There is that. <laughs> he's just rude. He's I still just love rude. you. Thanks Rick. for getting my back, man. So, Rick, since you were late, we're going to start with you. What have you been playing this week? Uh, not, not really a lot, but I gave up on uh, Flappy Bird. Well, that's Tell because that. the creator gave up on Flappy Bird for well, you. Well, I still but have he, it, but come on, that's brilliant marketing, really. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like he made it so like you can't buy it anymore. Yeah, but you, now you people can't. are buying iPhones. And yeah, for fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, but he doesn't get any money for yeah, that. I should sell my phone. Still, Does it have Flappy Bird on it? It's, it's, yeah, cr- it's creating, yeah, sell that shit. It's creating want <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Now, now people are like, oh, I've got to buy phones that already have it installed on it. Like if he, you're made listening it, he made it as you a joke, Flappy and Bird, everybody just started taking me. it too seriously now he's for like, him. My life, it's ruined. I don't yeah. know where yeah, he's no, he, <laughs> He's not Indian. He's he, Vietnamese. He was making fifty thousand dollars <laughs> a accent. day. I know, a day. But was he really? Was well, he? Yeah. Like, yeah. He was so making fifty thousand yeah, dollars a day. 000, so what is read. that for? Where he lives? Like, no, that's that's fifty thousand American U.S. dollars. Right, right. For Vietnam, it's called yeah, be, it's called the Bill Gates of Vietnam. Yeah, it's pretty what much. He is. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! He's all just of making a sudden, all of the money. Suddenly, the Vietnamese government's like, "Hey, you have more money than us." <laughs> but we don't. You are now way. our bank system. <laughs> you kidding. and your flappy birds. <laughs> like there are people that got like we're taking so much time. There's a game. Russian guy there. What Actually, is this flappy bird? Actually, you His incredibly racist flaps. pricks. The Vietnamese economy has doing very been doing very very well. What economy was that? The Vietnamese. The Vietnamese. That's how you say it, Vietnamese. I thought it was Vietnamese. Yes, there's an N there. Vietnamese. You're racist. I think you think he's talking about the Viennese, and that's completely different. That's completely different. Hey, no. Charlie's doing well. Okay, let's just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't no fortunate son. But yeah, it was like reading some like the like emails he got and like some of his responses. Like some people were really obsessed with that game. It was yeah, ridiculous. For well, what's the, the highest score you've heard of? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It was like okay. telling them like, yeah, like ninety you should, uh, something. <laughs> you should probably take a break from the game. I never played hard. it. I don't. It's fucking hard. My high score for reference is eight. <laughs> eight. I've made it past eight tunnels. That's very that's very unimpressive, Rick. But I'm it's, still proud of you. It's really bad. I'm proud of you. Rick. I played it a lot, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a hard fucking game. Just think how much money he would just be getting if he just kept the game out there instead of like decided to. <laughs> he's just going to bring it back. Of course, I why wouldn't know. he? Yeah, he's, he's just, just creating demand for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Eric, what have you been playing this week? Payday two. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Me too. Wait, what level are you? Eighty. I passed you. I passed you. Shut I up. Fucking passed you today. Wait, Shut did up. you just ra- did you just lap him? I did. did. (laughs) I just slapped him. That's because you... Well, no, I'm not going to say that because you might get in trouble. Somebody's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. I get paid to play Payday 2. Yeah, Mr. I don't have a job so I can play Payday 2 all day. I don't... Hey, I do other stuff besides Payday 2. Yeah, you watch Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Star Trek isn't going to watch itself. (laughs) It might actually. So yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, like, you don't have an excuse. No. <laughs> Star Trek is watching itself in the future. I don't. It's I, I just sentient. 
I don't I don't I like, like to play those kinds of games by myself, yeah. and I don't like to play them with like random people. You know, I like, yeah. I like to play with yeah. you. And, I, I've and met a lot of I've met a lot of interesting people. I actually, I like doubled my friends. I never playing that game. I never do. I always meet the assholes and the idiots and the children. Like I never mm. meet see. I'm an asshole idiot. Children. So see, I am too. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Carlos, what have you been playing this week? Uh, this week I got uh, the new Final Fantasy uh, 13-3, which I have barely touched because I've been playing instead Bravely Default on the 3DS. And so it's Final Fantasy 16. No, it's no, basically... it's 13-2. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was 13-3. Wait, what? Final Fantasy, <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 is like the 13th, and it's just... I don't think they know what final means. I know. No, no, wait, wait. Seriously, what 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 but number is it? It's 13 3. 3. 13 3. So there were two more 13s? Yes. Yes. That's dumb. Cuz it's in the same it's all the same storyline. Like the okay. same, like same characters and stuff. So it's kind of like Assassin's Creed well, 2 and then they have They did yeah. the same thing with Then they have the next 10. one, I think it was Brotherhood. Yeah, they had 10 and, have, and then they had 10 2 which is really 12. The 10x2 or whatever, <laughs> and then they had 10x ducks 2.5. Whatever that was, it's hard, that was hardcore. Shit. My brain hurts. It's not that complicated. Guys. <laughs> it's Japanese, really. On, honestly, it's just not the final fantasy. No, it, well, like the first one was going to be like the very the reason it's called Final Fantasy was because the creator, like, that was going to be his final game, yeah, his first and final <laughs> game. So he called it Final Fantasy, and then like it did Why really well. So it was like, oh, we have a franchise on our hands now, <laughs> it's the final franchise. Is franchise. Meanwhile, we have uh, Bravely Default, which is what I've actually been playing, which is basically the whole. Uh, it's made by the same. Uh, it's from Square Enix, and it's like in the style of Final Fantasy. It has all those spell names like Fyra, Faraga, all like Kira, sen- Kiraga, all those uh, classes Thunder, that are, have Thundara, been in the game. Hiroshima, Vietnamese. So all those classes from like Final Fantasy Tactics, like the pet, like a uh, the White Mage, Black Mage. Those are all jobs you can take. Why has it got to be a Black Mage? Because there's a white racist. mage. Oh. oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, they <laughs> don't see in color, Eric. They just see black and white. And it's red. been a lot of fun. It plays like a classic black Final Fantasy colors. game with a. It has a cool feature where you can uh, uh, save up turns or like take turns from the future, which is the bravely default. Like brave is like where you, you like eat up multiple turns at the same time. You can go to like negative turns, which is cool because then you can't do anything for four turns afterwards. Yo, that's hardcore. But you can like I like a uh, like to uh I sweep a uh, what <laughs> what continue, Carlos? Continue. Yes, so you can uh, sweep what? enemies in like one turn if like you take turns from the future, so you, you should look into just that. end it right then and there. That's pretty cool. And like the animation style is pretty awesome looking. It's where uh, like the characters are all three D, of course, but like the background is like two uh, D, and like in the three D with the three D turned on. It's like you're playing in a picture book, like a pop-up book. Oh, that's awesome. It's like the foreground stuff is moving different at different rates in the background, and it looks really, it works really, really I, nicely. I'm looks, looking at some of the images cool. right now. I really like the animation style, yeah. just from what I can see. Do you find yourself using the 3D on the... Oh, I do. 3DS? I, I, well, on cer- certain games, like this one I do, because it looks <laughs> wonderful on it. Uh, some games I don't, because uh, with the 3D, like it cuts down the resolution a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe, I don't know how bad it is on the... XL, or if it's better on, on the XL, the 3DS XL, if a 3D... The 3D, I, I, I thought I would never use the 3D function on it at all, yeah. ever. I find that for some games, I just don't enjoy playing it without it now. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I, 
it's not it wasn't a necessity it wasn't the reason i got it i was really honestly going back and forth between the 3ds and the 2ds ultimately i went with the 3ds because i wanted something to cover the screen and i went with the xl because why would i want the smaller one yeah if the bigger one was barely anything more oh yeah and it has a triforce on it come on oh yeah triforce yeah wisdom courage and all that stuff well i can't remember the third one was strength uh by our powers combined we are captain planet (laughs) um but i find like for games like Star Fox, it gives me a headache Oh yeah, the Star Fox sixty four with the three D on is a little hard to play, <laughs> but like for Ocarina of Time and uh, Pokemon, whatever, uh, Super Mario three D Land is a necessity to have three oh, yeah. D on. Yeah, but it's, I I don't know. Yeah. I was just curious because I hear about a lot of people who are like yeah, I'd, I could rip the button off and just get as much. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't use it a whole lot. Um, I guess I use it more to be like oh I wonder what this looks in three. Okay. That's good. Now I'm going to go back to actually playing the game. <laughs> like it depends. Like certain games, like it really adds. Other games, like they barely even use it. Yeah. Like I've 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 gotten games where like they barely use the 3D. Like it's just there. Yeah. Like oh yeah, we have it there just because we have it. Uh, like it's a 3D game, so we might as well have it somewhere. Yeah. Some games cut cut in and out of using it. Like Pokemon cuts in and out of yep. using it. Yeah. And so Pokemon, I just keep it off the entire time because it's it's kind of a jarring transition. It's okay. Yeah, it's nicer actually on the like you just to keep the resolution there. Like just because, like when you flip it, of course, like it cuts the resolution a little bit. I really want to get the XL though, the 3DS XL. I'm, yeah, it's nice. I really don't want to have to because that's my. Uh, I need to get build a new PC because I've been having a uh, PC issues with it. So it's like I really don't want to take money from those from that, but uh, I'll probably do it anyways. Probably mm-hmm. get probably get the <laughs> You'll uh, talk yourself into it. Probably get the uh, Triforce yeah. 3D XL. It's, it's so, a good call. So, Unless there's a cooler one out there I can get my hands on. Maybe there is. I almost got the one that looked like it was bright red and had like the little Mario M on it. I almost got that. Oh, the Mario and Luigi one is like dirt cheap right now, like $180. Really? Yeah. With Mario Maybe Luigi I'll go get game. a second one just so I can street pass with myself. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how many people have done that. They get multiple 3DSs just to, just to street pass with that themselves. Just how many like lonely, idea. lonely people there are There's out like, there. They just like sit at home ready, rubbing them together like oh. they're defibrillators. Speaking of street pass, though, like another cool feature in Bravely Default is like a, it has this little kind of Facebook style game where you, like you build a town. And like you don't have to, you don't have to spend money to like up. Like you get one villager, and like they built start building town slowly, and you can get multiple villagers. But the way you get those is instead of paying money for them, you like get street passes. It's like it's almost. We'll have to go to the Mall of America. Well, so you can get all the. See, street passes. the thing is, it's like, game, yeah, like I was worried. The game. I was worried, like, how am I supposed to? I can't have one person build this whole village. That'd take forever. Then I realized, oh, and then you realize that's what you do in Animal no, Crossing. No, there's a. Uh, they actually added a nice feature where you can uh, go online and get like for street passes for free once a day. So like I got like I've gotten seven so far. So I have eight villagers now, building up my town. So I don't even have to go anywhere to get the street passes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing you with your 3ds open on the table in front of you, just looking at it. yes work minions work go forth. <laughs> All right, Brandon, what have you been playing? Um, I just started Dishonored over because I decided I wanted to. That's not a terrible choice. Well, I mean, I was playing it so intermittently that I couldn't yeah. the story anymore. Plus, I was so focused on doing everything perfectly stealth-based, where if I messed something up, I would go back and try again. And I just got really sick of that. I was losing the story. And it was fun to try doing stealthy, but I decided I'm, I'm done with that. I'm going to start over. I'm going to burn through the game like a bat out of hell. And I'm going to see... <laughs> I'm going to see how the game ends the one way, and then I'm actually going to go back and try doing like, mm-hmm. the stealthy, and then the kill everything in my pathway. And yeah, because I'm 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 doing things in that game, and um, I feel like if I just try to enjoy the game at a normal pace, then maybe it'll come across that it's enjoyable because it's being recorded. Yeah, should I have not said that? 
No. I don't care. Uh, I I have been playing three different games this week. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Uh, I bought Tomb Raider, the definitive edition. And my God, it's beautiful. It does look amazing. Best effects. <laughs> it is goddamn gorgeous. It really is. Uh, I mean... I, I've played the game. I I beat the game 100% completion, and I'm having almost more fun playing it this time just because everything looks just so good. <laughs> so good. Carlos, did you end up buying it? I, I did not. I, I oh, hold off. All right. Since I had all these games I yeah. want to play No, instead. but it's it's definitely the way to like re-release a oh, game for indeed. next like, gen. They've done it well. It's yeah, it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful games yeah, I've like, seen on like the this other games generation. are like like on like a multi-platforms like Battlefield 4 or, or such like the, yeah, they look nice on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1, but this game like it looks they really spruced up the graphics. All the effects are really turned up a notch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely tell like it's next gen mm-hmm. this time. Uh and then uh we just had our first, I guess, competition, I guess you might call it. It was a competition. Uh, where Eric Blood and I shed. Uh, were challenged by the guys over at Tin Hat Brigade. Those to, filthy sluts. They pretty much are to a Game Dev Tycoon uh, tournament. All right, well, not really a tournament, just more of a competition. And... We, we, you know, we, we, pulled, we had an early lead because one of them uh, went bankrupt super early, and then I went bankrupt. <laughs> well, you lasted twice as long as, as Cliff did, so I... Hear that, ladies? <laughs> I couldn't. Good call. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I, I did. I, I lasted okay. And for not never actually playing the game... To completion before and for the amount of crap that Cliff talked, he was like, "Oh, maybe we should let them have hints on since we're so good at this game." And my Matt Damon's romance simulator is going to sell millions. And what did he do? He crapped out in like year five. Yeah, and he just moved out of the office. And then I was trying to tell him, I was like, "Bro, you're moving out too soon. Oh, you're going to hire four people right away. Oh, well, good luck to you. You shouldn't do that." And what happened? He goes bankrupt. Yeah, but Matt Damon ended up kicking our asses. Well, I think he cheats. I don't know. Yeah, no, Seth Seth over at uh Tin Hat, he definitely took took away the gold. I don't remember what his final score was, but he beat us pretty bad. I get disappointed at the games that I try to make in that game that just don't work. That's yeah. because you don't use any kind of gaming logic when you do. You're just <laughs> like there, there are... I think Cowboy sounds like a great simulation game and it's like hey don't knock that worked for Seth and I don't know why he made a series of John Wayne games I'm gonna focus focus on sound in my simulation game (laughs) like I get I got really disappointed AI uh, what's that I got really disappointed when my uh, Bebop and Rocksteady game. <laughs> no, that, that one should have worked. I'll give you credit. Hey, they're detectives. Like I, I made a like I made a action horror game called Miley Cyrus uh, wrecking uh, balls. Wrecking balls. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it did fairly well. <laughs> you could thank the chat for that one. The uh, like I, I had a bunch of people in my live chat, and they just kept giving me game ideas, oh. and they all worked out really well. <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> it was it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've been playing Payday, and I just lapped Eric, which we touched on uh, a little bit earlier. Right. So okay, I'm at 182 that. now. 
because I have no life. I, I don't al- know what that means. I have almost <laughs> I I have over 150 hours locked in that game now. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Now I don't want to play with you. <laughs> Why? It's a cooperative yeah, it's game. A co-op game. So he just Which means that I'm going to be the guy shooting his feet in the corner of the How do, how do I move toward Wait, is that a Kill him? No, don't no. worry. I've played with people who are worse than that. No, you're the yep. mule. You're just going to be carrying all the stuff for yeah, Casey. Yeah, you're not going to do anything I got the until baggage, the last guys. two minutes when you can carry bags, and yep. that's it. Yeah. It's Pretty a bag throwing simulator. <laughs> Brandon, stay out of the bank. Hide you in the back alley. <laughs> Don't look at anything <laughs> face the you, wall. you definitely need to get on with us sometime. Not, I want a lot of fun. Gee, I haven't I want installed. To I haven't well. had a chance to touch it. Do you have it? I do not yet. Oh, okay. But you I, got, I plan get on, on getting that. it tomorrow get, when I get paid. Awesome. Yay. Very cool. I have it installed and everything. I haven't even loaded it up. I have that sitting, waiting to be played. I have loadout, to, uh, loadout that I've been wanting to play more, and I have <laughs> Team Fortress 2, which I've never touched. I have 220-some hours logged in that one. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's only those two games it's, where I have all the hours logged. I suppose I have more than that logged on Skyrim, so yeah. I can't say too much. Which, well... What game do you think you've logged? Is is that the game you've logged the most? TF two um, is the besides Lord of the Rings Online, which I gave up a while ago, a couple years now. But uh, besides that, uh, TF two is the game I have logged the most hours if, in. If I have, and what like, do you think that was at? Uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm sorry, Lord of the Rings was um, Lord of the Rings. I oh, had we're, months we're, of yeah, time, thousands and thousands yeah. of hours. We hardly even played it on Steam. I don't even think I played it on Steam with you. And I have no. 331 hours yeah. on Steam, and that was no. I not playing like adding up my slash played on all of my characters. I was probably coming in over six months of actual play time. Oh my lord! Yeah. For, for reference, uh, Rick, do you have any clue what your probably your most your game with your most amount of time in game was? At Mass Effect, Mass Effect like two or three or uh, specific game probably two. I think my most amount of time spent in game was in Mass Effect three because of how much I played the multiplayer. Hey Carlos, will you hit the thing? I Sorry. think I have about a hundred and ten hours into that game. Oh wow! Just because I lo- I loved the multiplayer when mm-hmm. it first came out, I played that a ton. Um, I still really like that <laughs> multiplayer style, but. I might have 30 in Mass Effect 2, and I think that's my biggest. <laughs> Hang on, what's going on? You okay? What the fuck? Who's passing notes? <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. You're a disgrace. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What is this card? There's a note card we're, being passed we're around. We're practicing for <laughs> recording our show. Angry uh, cat disapproves of your face. You disgrace. <laughs> There's just a picture of an angry cat. <laughs> Let's come from. Carlos, is this what you've been doing instead of paying attention? I've been paying attention. I can draw and do both. <laughs> Carlos, see me after class. <laughs> okay, save that. We're going to have to post that online af- mm-hmm. after the show so people understand I'll just hold it up to the microphone. <laughs> All right. Um, or if you want to take a picture of it with your tablet and post it on Facebook. Uh, okay. Ridiculous. Uh, well, I'm going over news. Um, big thing this week, Steam Tags released yesterday. Yeah, back-throwing Wednesday. simulator for payday. Uh, so basically, Steam Tags is you can go into Steam and tag uh, your games with uh, little, like, I guess tags is the only way to describe it, that describe your experience with the game or what you like about it. And then you can search uh, for other games that fit those tags. Nice. Uh, it's it's really cool. It's going to help people discover more games, which is fantastic. Um, I, I think it's a great idea. What do you guys think? 
I think it's pretty cool, except I got a couple weird suggestions for mine. Like, I don't think I have any Steam games with female protagonists, and that's one of my tags. Yeah, you do. Do I? Yep, Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah, Tomb Raider. Maybe that's where it comes from. Yep. Tomb Raider. And then there was another one that was goofy, too, but I can't remember what it was. But I do like Bag Throwing Simulator for Payday, too. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. (laughs) Um, Carlos, what do you think about tags? I haven't really looked at it very much. It's... uh, like, I glanced at it, like, in the store, and like, oh, look, there's tags. Yeah. And I, like, oh, look at the Steam sales for today. Nothing. And that's, like, done for the day. Yeah. I haven't really, I've, I've only logged on Steam once this week. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the Titanfall beta uh, sign-up is this week. Um, I guess if you're listening to this on Friday when it releases, uh, you can si- you can still sign up that day. Um, otherwise, I think it closes, and then ever if you get in, you'll know by Sunday. I think uh, as far as Titanfall goes, I'm probably going to upgrade my PC and then just get it for PC. Yeah. I'm going to not upgrade my Xbox One and get it for Xbox One. Yeah. Well, like, that way, like, of all of us, if anybody, like, how are we going to play multiplayer? Not everybody's going to buy an Xbox One, or maybe everybody is. I I could play multiplayer with, with, I guess, the people online. I can't play with you guys. (laughs) I like PC. Like, I'd rather get uh, upgrade my PC than get an Xbox One. Yeah. No, I I hear that. You already have a PS4. You don't need both. Nope. Um, Destiny, the release date is apparently September 9th. What? No, they pushed it back again. Yes, but there will be a beta this summer. So there is that. You might be able to get into a beta, but they do have a release date of September 9th now. I want to go to there. Which apparently makes Carlos really upset. Huh. I better. I don't know what to say. I, I feel really Well, Carlos, I, I, have, I have some better news for you. Uh, Watch Dogs has an updated release date, kind of. Uh, they say it will release sometime between April and June of this year. That is very helpful. That is just, <laughs> but it'll give you enough time to play Watch Dogs before uh, Destiny comes out. Let's be honest; I'd be finishing Watch Dogs in like a week. <laughs> really? You think so? Yeah. Is that what you're gonna do? Oh yeah. Play probably. play ten hours a day for a week. Yeah. You're gonna I... play for ten hours a day? Yeah. When are you going to sleep? I'll sleep like five hours. When are you going to go to work? The other time. That is not eventually. <laughs> I don't see what's the problem there. Eight hours of work, five hours of sleep, ten hours of gameplay. I feel like your math's off. No, he gets another hour there for pooping. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a little time there. Yeah, like, I, he, he, I left he myself had, some leeway. He had 23 hours. Hour. Um, and then... This one, really, uh, Turtle Rock, the creators of Left 4 Dead, have finally announced their new game, Evolve. Have you guys seen anything on this game? I saw the, I I saw nope. the trailer. The, the trailer is awesome. So basically, it's a four-verse-one cooperative game. Uh, the four-player four characters uh, are dropped into like a jungle environment to hunt down a giant monster that's played by a fifth character. This sounds awesome. Or a fifth player. Like, I am... It, I think it'll be super cool. I hope it ends up being cool. I don't know. It could go other way though, because each of the characters, like you end up in like like they're not uh, interchangeable, or like you pick up on it's like everybody like has like their own uh, their own role they're supposed to pay play in it. So like yeah. you can't just uh, you can't just go around like everybody go with shotguns or something like that. Yeah, no, which yeah. is perfect. It Who's makes it more balanced. Out? Let's play it. We have fun. Uh, it's Turtle Rock. They created Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead Two. I trust them. I, I, did, I do too. I really did like the. Uh, 
their logo for it, like the yeah. evolve, like how the evolve like, logo, how it's, how like it's the four letters and then like the V of the last the second V and evolve, and then like the second to the last letter was E, so it's like the four verse one just right there in the title. Mm-hmm. So you'd, it, have, you'd have to see it, I suppose. It's a little hard to yeah, describe. It, it yeah. makes sense, kind of like the you know the Left 4 Dead logo with the you know the hand with the thumb yeah. missing. And- no, it's it like it. I was I saw that and I was super excited. I can't wait for that one to come out. What are you drawing? No, no stop I'm it. Not. <laughs> uh, and then releases this week. There's really only two of note. Uh, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. It came out on 360 and PS3. Got horrible reviews too. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and The Last of Us Left Behind on PS3 comes out uh, February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow. DLC. Is that is it DLC? Must be. I think yes. so. I, I think it's DLC. Yeah, it is. Does it continue this like main story, or is it? From what I hear, it is like a standalone. Uh, no, I hear that it is kind of a continuation. So okay. To speak. It's not a direct continuation, but it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my understanding is that it is it is purely story based off of what's happened. Huh. Neat. But to. Wit, I do not actually know what that means because I haven't played the game. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither, I, so. I, well, it, it won all the awards uh, last last week. We we decided or we we tried to guess who was going to win Game of the Year. Yeah, we got it right. We got it right. Yeah, we we hit that nail on the head. So. Who won? Wait. Oh, yeah. Mass Effect Two won. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Good. No, uh, good for that. We, we said there, Last of Us. Still right? winning awards, but a lot it lost in gameplay to Mass Effect One. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Ma- Mass Effect One. Wait, you riveting elevator sequences yeah. and the uh, the Mako. I mean, that blew the critics away. All right, uh, moving on to me. our topic. Mario Kart Eight got a release date. Yeah, uh, May eighth or something. Thirtieth, <laughs> uh, May thirtieth, in North America. Good to know. Got May right. Thank you for the heads up. You're welcome. I have the IGN pulled up. Oh, okay. Uh, topic. Scariest games. So I guess let's start. Uh, what game or games scared you the most, Brandon? I think I, I have one moment where I just about wet my pants in, uh, in when it comes to my gaming history. Okay. And that moment is when you get the shotgun in Bioshock 1. <laughs> All right. Where you, you walk up, it's like, oh, look, shotgun. And then all of a sudden, it's just a spotlight on you. And then there's lots of voices coming out of the dark. <laughs> and then they bum rush you, and you get to use your shotgun a lot. And it just made me crap my pants. And that sets the tone. Like the game was creepy up until that point. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want. To, I don't want to go down that hallway. I saw a shadow. It was like a backlit shadow, uh-huh. and it ran down that hallway. And uh huh. I'm not going in that room. I'm just gonna sit in. Here. I'm gonna sit in this bathroom stall, and that's that's what how I'm gonna spend the rest of this game. I'm never gonna find out what happens in Rapture because I can't leave this. Room. Because I cannot leave this bathroom. <laughs> Unfortunately, the game ends up sucking you into wanting to play it and peeing your pants every five yeah. minutes. But I, I guess I think I'm a bit of a sissy though because I think there's a lot of people who just thought, yeah, that's a beautiful game. Yeah. It's really well done. And I was just, I was just freaked out. It, it definitely had a good creep factor. Yeah, it really. It, it's um, a nerve wracking game yeah. for real. Um, and every time you hear the voices talking, they sound so deranged. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that was the scariest part to me. It was like the yeah. whispers and like when you knew you were coming on to somebody and you didn't want to turn that corner because yeah. you just really. And then like all the dramatic lightning and uh, like right out of the gate, there is a moment where you see the shadow, like like this backlit shadow standing like in a hallway, and then they're gone. <laughs> Like the lights mm-hmm. like dim out, and, and then all of a sudden they sh- the shape's just gone. And do I walk in that room? Do I dare? <laughs> have have you have you uh, 
played the game again and like does the does the scare factor is it still there or are you yes immune to it now because i stood and i stared at that shotgun a solid 30 seconds before i decided to pick it up (laughs) how bad do i want to play this game this is this is my moment (laughs) like if i pick up that shotgun it all goes to hell do i want to go to hell (laughs) and uh, ultimately i did because that game is darn fine Awesome, awesome, yeah. Carlos. What about you? Scariest game you've ever played, or games? <sighs> I guess, little, if there's, if you have a couple. You see, the probably the, one of the first games I got. Uh, I actually felt some uh, fear. Was uh, the first time I played Morrowind, and like I come across like one of the, an uh, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, like one of the first temples. Like, I, I they have like these uh, various uh, temples that are just abandoned, and like, all right, I'm just gonna go in this temple. What could be bad in here? All of a sudden, like this giant zombie creature comes at me. And it hits me with all these curses that makes it so like I have no strength, so I can't move. And so it's slowly hitting me and killing me, and there's nothing I can do. But I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell?" Or like the, probably one of my favorite sequences is uh, the first time I played it was uh, I went to the dwar- you go to the dwarven ruins. Mm-hmm. I'm going in there, uh, and like all the creepy sounds, like it's like, "Oh my god, what's all this?" Like all the creaking going on, like all, just all the just the atmosphere really made yeah. it. Uh, add to the creepiness like really there's not anything you really have to be scared about like there's a couple bandits and there's uh some machines and uh, a ghost also or two. it's not real so you really don't have uh, to yeah be <laughs> uh but the one game that made me jump the most would be uh dead space with the intro with the opening sequence where you're like helpless like where you don't have any weapons or anything like you right ra- off the ship it's been like you're like five minutes in the game all of a sudden this monster comes out bursts out of the wall and eats one of your uh, or kills one of your uh spoiler fellow, alert your uh, companions and then like you have to run away because you can't fight it at that point mm-hmm. in time and like that actually oh my god i was not seeing that coming like that at least right at that point so yeah uh have you gone back and played either of those like i know you've gone back and played morrowind i'm assuming there's no scare factor there for you anymore no no what about dead space have you gone no, back and played I, it's it been all? A, it's been a little while uh i just haven't uh had the time or the desire to really get back into it okay like i have dead space and the dead space 2 on pc and they're just both sitting there on yeah. steam i have never played a single dead space game um and i know with dead space i think it's up to it's up to dead space 3 and is there some story dlc out for it and everything i have no idea okay what is it worth it going through and, and playing the first one you're gonna have to ask Carlos on uh, Dead one Space. The uh, I never beat all the went all the way through Dead Space, so like that's why I said. Uh, uh, okay, I mean, just from your experience, did you think it was? It, it was. It was very. It was interesting. It was the mechanics were nice. I definitely liked it a lot more than Resident Evil Five. That's for sure. <laughs> I think. I think everyone liked everything better than Resident <laughs> Evil Five. <laughs> I happen to like Flappy Resident Bird. <laughs> all right, uh, Eric. Um, man, one of the, the scariest ones I ever played was a little game on the PlayStation called Clock Tower. Oh, God. And the whole gist of this game is it was before the days of amnesia, and everybody thinks amnesia is so scary because you can't fight any of these monsters, and it's like the same pre- premise. Um, and you play as a few different characters, and you're going through this big house, and there's this guy named Scissorman who's coming after you, and he's real creepy looking. He's got bandages all over his face, and he kills you with a giant pair of scissors. And you really can't do anything against them except hide. So you might be in one room and there's five or six little different hiding spots you can hop into. Um, and the, the real scary part of it is, I mean, he comes in at a moment's notice and, and you run away from him and you find your hiding spot. And he goes into the room you're in and 
He's just like creepily, you know, looking around. And he'll open the the wardrobe that you're not in, and then he'll go over, uh, uh, stand on top of the bed, and stab his scissors through the top of the bed, and you're not under there, and you're just like, oh Jesus, is he gonna find me? And man, I mean, it was just really a creepy feeling in a video game to have absolutely no control over whether yeah. you're gonna live or die, and that was like the real scary part of it. Uh, and another one too would be a uh, Fatal Frame, which is uh, you play as little Japanese girl with a special camera and you would go through these haunted houses and you can't see any of the ghosts or anything like that without lifting up your camera um, to attack them but the longer you have the camera up like the more fear you get and you know fear obviously is bad it's like your health system yeah and you know you can only lift it up like real quick and snap their picture and hope they you capture them in the special camera and I mean just the faces of these ghosts were I mean they were they were scary as shit for or I, I think it was PlayStation Two. I'm pretty sure. I mean, the, okay. it was it was it was quite horrifying. I mean, you really couldn't do anything other than take their picture. And the longer you had the picture up, I mean, you had no idea where they were if you didn't have the camera looking through the camera. Yeah, and it was it was quite scary too. Uh, uh, have you? Have you uh, they both had sequels, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. play any of the sequels? I didn't play any of the sequels. No, I played Cl- Clock Tower Two. Um, I never played any of the other Fatal Frames, though. I just figured. That it probably would lose its appeal afterwards. Yeah. It, have you gone back and uh, replayed either I, of those? I did play Clock Tower on an emulator, and it was still just as creepy. I mean, not, uh, it might it was probably a little more scarier when I was younger, and you know, it was top of the line graphics at the time. But yeah. when you go back now and you look at a PlayStation One game, it's like this is this buffoonery, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's the atmosphere of it's real creepy. And the, the story of it, it, it alone is is yeah. pretty spooky. So it's worth a playthrough. Rick. Um, mine's definitely Bioshock one, like yeah. Brandon said. Same uh, reasons. Well, and well, I guess part of the reason the first time I played it was uh, on the release day at my friend's house. We went and put it on his 360 at like midnight, and he lives literally like in a graveyard. <laughs> it's it's the caretaker's house for the graveyard back when they had that type of shit going on, and it's like in a graveyard. It's in this part near my hometown where you don't get cell phone service and we went there and we had no idea why none of his family was home mm-hmm. and we played this game and it was just a really creepy feeling because i like i knew where we were and no service or anything so and yeah it was it was just and we were high as shit and it was just really <laughs> <laughs> that adds to it i suppose a little bit but it was it was a really scary game to play like it um not so much once things come out and attack you, then it's sort of like with fight the tension mode. waiting. Right, the tension is the scary part, and just like knowing something's going to happen, but knowing you have to go and let it happen to progress through the game. Yep. Have you have you gone back and played through it again? Uh, I haven't played through it all the way, but I I went back and played it again, and it wasn't as scary. in, yeah. in the middle of the day, <laughs> sober. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a couple of them because, well, I do. Why not? I I guess I'll go oldest to newest. Um, the first one is the first Resident Evil game. Uh, I was uh, I was fairly young when that first came out. Yeah, you would probably be like I was like nine or, or ten, or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I but, think I was like twelve. When it- yeah, I mean, I was. I, but and I I didn't even actually play it. I was at my friend's house, and his older brother was playing it, and we were sitting there watching him, 
And my God, like with the bad camera angles where you can't like see anything and just <laughs> stuff like dogs popping out of things and wow. zombies coming out. Like it was the f- the first zombie you see when he's sitting over yeah. that body eating it and it turns into that little FMV and he just yep. turns around with the hole in the side uh, of his face. And, uh, I mean, that was. Yeah, no, that was that was a creepy game. Very, very and scary. I've gone back and played it. Doesn't really hold up, creep no. factor, and just though they they did do a updated version for the GameCube that I that I never got a chance to play. That it I kind of want. It to. was good. Uh, um, I do remember you picked up a we picked up Resident Evil Two. Yeah, the day. And like, we we played, played the through, shit. Like, we played through uh, one of the storylines, and that was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't scary. It was hilarious. Yeah. I thought, but well, and Resident Evil Two didn't have like the bad camera angles that Resident Evil One. No, yeah, they, they fixed they a lot of the stuff. Up a lot, uh, uh, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. There were, I mean. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure there was alcohol involved in that. Usually it makes everything takes, more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is Alan Wake. I don't know if you guys have played Alan Wake at all. I haven't. Um, I have not. So the premise is you are, you're this writer, Alan Wake, and you go to this uh, mountain town to stay in a cabin to, you know, to, like, work on your next story. And then, like, some weird shit happens to you, and monsters start coming, and you have to fight them with, like, a flashlight and a pistol. <laughs> and so, like, you, you have to shine the flashlight on them and, like, use this high beam on the flashlight to make them corporeal so you can shoot them. And I don't know why, but that that game creeped me out. Because I, I think I only played it at night, and I only played it when Carlos was around, because I was scared. <laughs> I heard, like, the, the use of lighting in that game yeah. was, like, oh, the, yeah. the scary thing. It was, it. yeah. Because you couldn't see, like, the dudes coming up behind mm-hmm. you, and you would always, like, be real tense, and then, you know, turn in And there'd lot. be a guy right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I haven't replayed that one, because it terrified me. And <laughs> But the story was, like, I really enjoyed the story, and I really enjoyed the game. I liked the mechanic. It was just terrifying. <laughs> uh, and then I guess most recently uh, we played Amnesia yeah. uh, Machine for Pigs and Carlos can attest to this the first half of the game I, I screamed like a little girl yeah several times <laughs> that, that, you, you had to understand that was the, part, the half of the game that didn't have any monsters in it yeah, no, it's because just unnerving. Yeah, well, it's yeah, unnerving, and game, you're waiting and waiting and waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like you're waiting, but and then as soon as the other shoe dropped, I like I I completely lost interest in the game. Casey goes around t- yelling at me to stop tempting fate. <laughs> there's something on there, like open at the beginning of the game. Like there's something on this other side of the door because like you can hear like the slamming and like so I yeah. go up to it. That's so why I start slamming the door repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> like Carlos, stop tempting fate. There's a l- really loud slamming sound as it sounds like it's still gonna break the door open. So I like, go run and hide. We we really need to do the video for of, of of us playing Outlast. Is, it's on PlayStation Four, right? This month, I think so. But I I also have it on PC. Well, like so. I, I don't know, playing on PlayStation Four might be yeah. Nice. We'll, we'll we'll figure out. We'll we'll record it and maybe maybe we'll twitch it. Maybe borrow. Uh, or I suppose we could twitch or borrow the uh, whatever the your the thing you're using to record. Yeah. Actually, I have two things now. Well, does it use the? Well, well, tell us what was the the Gato? El Gato. El Gato. Uh, it's it's kind of a more streamlined zero latency pass through de- uh, capture device. Let's not try to get too off topic. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it's for recording gaming stuff. But well, no, I I know, but we we have we have a topic. Moving on. So. Yeah, right. no, I I'm sorry, Carlos, not to not to <laughs> derail talk, that. Yeah, talk but. about that off the. Well, no, well, no, uh, we we can have an entire episode on recording. Oh stuff, yeah, of course. But, yeah. That is not today. I lost my notes now. Gosh darn it. Okay. 
But yeah, right. Outlast is one that we'll have to we'll have yeah. to try, give a shot because mm-hmm. like that that was for Halloween, right? The, our, like, yeah, we just we didn't. Well, and I, I did I did this really. Uh, I I thought it was entertaining. A post because uh, we took a bunch of screenshots and yeah. I did a post on the blog. It's still up there where I approached it like a realtor trying to sell you the house. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just read that. I just went back through and looked at that recently. That was great. Yeah. So I mean that that. I, I really enjoyed that one, so I, I, we got to do some more playthroughs like that, so I can get some more content like that. But anyway, uh, Brandon, what makes a game scary to you? Like, what do you think it is about a game that can tap into that primal aspect and just kind of freak you out a little bit? Honestly, it's mostly thematics. It's not all that much about the thing that they use to make to give you the jump scare or the consistent feeling of terror. Oftentimes, it's it's just the sense of. Uh, like thema- usually it's music honestly mm-hmm. that does it where they can build up those crescendo moments with the with the music where you you can sense that something's coming and then nothing happens it's just like in a horror movie but it's way more immersive okay you know in horror movies when stuff like that happens there's you're almost never solidly immersed because you're expecting it uh-huh. but in a game you have that suspension of disbelief so often yeah and some games where I've seen like I saw Outlast played for a while I was just freaked the hell out most of the time they're, they're like watching this person play and just <laughs> and, and it was, it was part, is the one is that the one they have the camera up yeah Outlast is the one with the camera you have to watch the battery level and that was an interesting mechanic for for how often like you're having to run back and go oh, that's a guy that's a guy run corner corner sit in the corner pray he doesn't find you yeah and just like the constant little, little like the music like jumps up right when you see the guy. I, I don't know. Usually it's the, it's the thematics around it that does mm-hmm. it for me, not the thing itself. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Carlos, what there about we- you? What makes a game scary for you? Oh, there's a lot. Like like he was saying, like it's not just the creature or whatever. Like it's just the background music and the, like the sounds. Like that adds a lot. Like that was the part the, of Amnesia that really, really did a good job. But yep. it, just, it just didn't fall through. Not Especially at all. once you get to the poop monsters. So like that was just. <laughs> They're in the poop. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like it's all like if you ha- you have to try to make it like and you can't uh, just put off too long before you come across the monsters because uh, like I thought that was another problem that they did like they didn't uh, like on the one like half the game like didn't have the monsters really influencing anything they were just in the background. Well, see, but that that was the part that was that was creepy and tense to me. I liked that part of the game. I didn't like it once the monsters were revealed. I honestly think it would have been a better game if we never actually saw the monsters. We just knew they were that they were there. What I think would have been a better is like instead of like making it all scripted, like have some like like kind of how like the direct AI director in like a Left 4 Dead. If they had something like that driving, like, so, like, it's not guaranteed that, like, it's possible that it could all be, like, background stuff, or it could be possible, like, oh, we're going to have, there will be a monster that'll pop out here. So, like, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. So, like, you, there's still some suspense. So, like, you, because, like, the beginning of the game, once you realize, like, oh, I'm probably not going to come across anything yet. So, like, there's not. I didn't realize that at all, Carlos. I always thought I was, and you kept tempting fate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I was scared. I'm sorry. If there's poop monsters down there, you're obviously going to fall in the poop at some point in time. I was scared, and then I had my bean dip, and it was delicious. (laughs) Are those connected? Yes, because I remember I was eating bean dip while I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, what makes a game scary for you? The word that these two guys were trying to describe but never picked up on, atmosphere. Yeah. I mean... Bottom line, uh, you can have all the chainsaw-wielding, cloth-sack maniacs uh, throw them at you. Once you see those guys, it's not scary anymore. 
But when you're walking around like amnesia with barely any light, you don't know what's coming. The music, you know, real soft in the back, all spooky. I mean, that's that's the scary shit. Jump scares are fine. You know, whatever. Uh, you can pot, throw a monster in my face and make me go, uh. But if I'm dreading actually playing the game because yeah. the atmosphere of it is do, so How bad do I want to play? Yeah. Well, like, and then how, and then you're I like, but the atmosphere that. is so good, yeah, I need to play. Exactly, and I, I question that. How bad do I really want to play this game? Because I feel like, I mean, playing some of these games, my heart rate is three times what it should be. Yeah. You know, for, I'm going to have hours. a heart attack. Yeah, you know, for hours, and it, that's not cool. <laughs> like know? that moment I described in Bioshock where yeah, you're standing, oh, yeah. and it's like, it's, I know I have to go down that hallway, but I, I just, just saw some murderous-looking dude run, like, yep. the shadow of him. I'm going to save this game right now and go watch something with puppies in it. <laughs> yeah. I'll come back when I'm feeling brave. <laughs> I mean... In a month. You, like, I mean, the, the monster things, like, dude, they're not really scary once you see them. Uh, yeah. Like I remember watching a video for um, one of the uh, Oculus Rift games that that somebody is developing, and I can't remember the name of it. But you play as like a toddler, and you walk around this house, and you know everything's big and spooky. Oh, it's all yeah. the, uh, the like the dark yep. around you, and uh, you get like shadows. And and as a kid, you know you think you know a little shadow of a, a coat rack in the corner is like a hideous monster. And I mean, it's not really a scary premise. You're just trying to get to your little toddler crib. But everything around you is just so big and frightening, and the atmosphere of that game just looks intense and incredible. You know, there's not any really any monsters in it. It's just yep. the presentation of it is Rick, insane. What about you? What what makes a game scary for you? Um, sort of sort of like that. There's just a, a tension um, type of thing. Not the jumping out and scaring, but the uh, sort of menacing undertones of game are, yeah. are the most scary stuff that keep you in suspense the keep time. you in suspense and engaged yeah and that that's my thing too i like for me a game is at its most terrifying when i don't know what i'm supposed to be scared of yet <laughs> right yeah like i as, as soon as i know i i'm not scared it's fear of the unknown like it right. taps into what what everyone has there is that fear of the unknown. Like we're we're never afraid of what we know's coming at us. It's what we can't see. What we what we're not really sure is there. Or also to me, if if they get too goofy with the monsters too, like in the, the couple of the like the Resident Evils after the first one, yeah, like, you know, like the big. Uh, what was his name? Uh, the big, huge dude, you know? Oh, that, Nemesis yeah, or like whatever. The, yeah. Like that's like not really scary, but when you have like just regular human zombies and zombie dogs and then them little liquor things, like that's all that game needed and it was frightening. Yeah. I know? don't think it has to be just the unknown though. Like if they do it right, if they play up the suspense, like even if you like know what it is yeah, it's coming for you. But for for me, like the, the unknown is always more frightening than the known. Like if, oh, yeah. if you really just want me to like, and I guess if, if they do it right, like I I hear that the the new Alien game oh, yeah. is gonna like. I mean, you know what the Alien is, yeah. but that's just gonna you stalk you. You don't from, know where yeah. it's coming from and stuff like that. Like that's that's so, one game I'm yeah. looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, so you always have to have some sort of element of unknown, yeah. whether it's where it's coming from, where or what it is, or something like that. That element of surprise. All right, or, Evan. Oh, or if you'll have enough ammo to take on the next. Yeah, body, you know, the survival like, horror, you know, the survival low yeah. low uh, supply thing. Yep. Um. And then I guess you kind of touched on it a little bit, but where do you think uh, virtual virtual reality like the Oculus Rift is going to – what do you think that's going to do to the horror genre as a whole? Sheer immersion. Yeah? 
It's like, yeah, but do you like do you do you think it's going to thrive or do you think it'll die out because nobody will want to play it? Uh, that's a tough question. Yeah, you know, I I don't know personally. Virtual reality doesn't really appeal to me all that much. Well, I'm not ex- I'm not particularly excited about it. Until I'll, until I feel it in practice, yeah. until I actually get my hands on it, then I'll probably think it's great. But as of right now, I, I don't know. I'm not usually big on on gimmicks, and to me, that feels a little bit like a gimmick. Says the guy with a 3ds, 3D, <laughs> yeah. 3D on a non 3D screen. What's that? And a Wii U. I don't have one of those. Oh, I thought you did. No. Then how'd you know that Mario was so awesome? Because I've seen it played, and I actually got my hands on it. God. Anyway, um, I I don't know. I'm sure that once I try it, <laughs> I'll 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 you'll fall in love with it like everybody else. I'll be horrified, else. and then I'll I'll want to get I want to go yeah. back just to just to creep myself out again. But I, I honestly I get enough of that just from looking at it, like turning the lights off and, and staring at yeah. the uh-huh. screen. I get the same feeling. Oh yeah. And honestly, I don't know if I need to be more immersed to be more freaked out. In a way, maybe. Maybe having the little suspension of dis- disbelief, or dis- the, just that little disconnect. Sometimes maybe the fact that I could still feel that freaked out with the disconnect is probably good enough for me. Yeah. If I get any closer, it probably will give me a heart attack. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no, he's really there. He really is going to stab me. This is it for me. I uh, I probably could just pull the glasses off, but I don't care right now. I I just need to wallow in my terror and yeah. cry. Carlos, what I think is gonna like with games like a. Uh, you, if they use it, the, the like what was it, the uh, Oculus Rift, right? Yep. Like you're gonna have some pretty horrifying games. Y- yeah. You can like, of course, like it's possible like people aren't gonna want to play those. But I mean, these are game like they can make games that like are gonna make people shat their pants. <laughs> Just fill them up. Yeah. <laughs> well, like yeah, I mean they they have Mountains some they have they have some uh, <laughs> like terrifying demos out there like. Um, there's one that I've that I've seen people play where like they're in a dungeon and there's a monster there but they can't like they can catch glimpses of it oh, out yeah. of the corner of their eye but they can't see it until like it jumps out in front of them and those people like almost fall out of their chairs. <laughs> I want one of those but when it finally jumps out I want it to just be a happy mime. <laughs> that would be even more terrifying. That might be actually more terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, what what about you? What what are your thoughts on this whole uh, VR thing? I, I I mean to me it's it's the next natural evolution of gaming. I mean we really you're not going to get so much immersion or whatever out of just looking at a screen, no matter how good the graphics yeah. get. Uh, I mean, when you throw on a headset that completely takes you out of this world and then puts you into one of complete horror, uh, I got a feeling that they're going to have to probably market these games a little differently. I mean, not for the faint of heart. You know, if you got conditions, don't play this kind of thing, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, almost like theme park right rides. Now, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They have uh, stuff like that in front of the Wii. Like the- yeah, no, but like not just like epileptic stuff. No, like, yeah, if you that, have a like, weak heart yeah. or are pregnant or... <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, also, I think the, the fetus is going <laughs> to scream. Uh, I got a feeling also a lot of people are going to be throwing their Oculus Rifts across the room if shit gets too scary. Well, it's it's tied to your head, so... They they will find a way, they will find a way they will strap they will, throw their head across they will punch the it yeah they will bang their head into yeah. a wall before oh, yeah. they can get the thing off I yeah. mean no I I like it they need be like really an escape button I think I think it'll give the the whole genre a, a good shot in the arm uh, it's it's gonna be pretty cool to yeah. see what they do I 
I don't know if I'll play any horror games with the riff. I I, I don't know if I like I'll I will I will think like twice about I will, it. I will play five minutes of one and then decide that this is not something I ever want to do again, <laughs> and then hope that done, they put done. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. And then they hope they put like Mario Sunshine on the Oculus <laughs> right. or something, just, something happy. You know? Maybe just Viva Pinata. Yeah, some some shit like that. You know, maybe to keep people from damaging their <laughs> Oculus Rifts by throwing them against the wall, they'll have to have a uh, a bun for those horror games that you I press just want to play the to, give, to show you like puppies. It, no, it's 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 an escape button. Yeah, like, just oh, we'll show you puppies then. But of course, maybe you'll have people that become conditioned to the fact that now they find puppies just horrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, Rick, what about you? Shit out of them. I like it. Yeah, I want to shit my pants. <laughs> I want it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I I, I like. Uh, I don't see what they can do with it, but then I never see what they can do with stuff until they do yeah. stuff with it. So makes sense. I'm excited for the smarter people to figure the stuff out for me to look at. Someone yeah. better is working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to wear glasses. Over there's, my glasses. There, there's one horror game that I think would be really interesting to play. Um, it's it's not necessarily like a survival horror or anything like that. Wrecking balls. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so <laughs> it's you're you're sitting in a room at, at a de- at a computer desk, and the game says. Put uh, hold down these two keys. So it wants you to put your hands on the keyboard and hold down the two keys. And as soon as you move your hands, you lose. Like as soon as you let go one of those keys, you lose. And like so, it'll start ha- like it'll start small with like one spider crawling over like your virtual hands. <laughs> and so like you can see that, and like then like it'll just keep throwing like different like just creepy things in, and. I, I really want to play it, but at the same time, I'm like, uh-uh. Because, <laughs> well, like, there, there's, like, I, I watched a video, weakness. and there's this guy, and, like, he's playing it, and then, like, just a bunch, like, like some stuff drops out of the ceiling at him, and then the thing that really gets him is, like, a a just, like, a swarm of spiders goes over the keyboard, nope. and you you nope. can, and you can see him, like, like, because there's a camera watching him, like, in the corner, yeah. and so... You see him, and like you see his hands start to move, and like he just like no, get him off, get him. Off. <laughs> like I think that would just be really cool, just the effects that they and, can do, and that's just a tech demo. When he, yeah, that's, that's just a tech yeah, demo. So, so I, I think stuff I look like that, to combining that with with the real real generation of, of like, gaming, stuff. yeah, like haptic. And, it's gonna be yeah. cool. I'm, I I have no doubt that it's gonna be cool. I just wonder, like, to what degree. <laughs> I feel like I couldn't be that easily fooled. Like, I'm not going to put something on that's going to make me think that there is something on top yeah, of Yeah, but your brain is dumb. Yeah, you're, yeah. I, but like, until you get yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, your brain is surprisingly stupid. I just want to get into the Matrix. I just, I want to jump into the Matrix. And that's pretty much what it's going to be. <laughs> like, it's it's our portal into that world. Until and I it's... can stick a thing in the back of my head and it makes me believe I'm really... But yeah, I, until I, I can learn Kung Fu thanks to the computer. See, I, I, think, I think it could go either way. If they do the horror games right... It could it could honestly go either way, where it will be the shot in the arm that the genre needs to you know become big again, or it will die out because everyone's well, gonna be too fucking terrified well, to do anything. The thing is though, like it's not gonna be any triple A. Like this is gonna be indie happen. games. So, like, yeah. So of course they're gonna have some that are actually gonna be awesome, and they're gonna have some that are gonna be hit or miss. It yeah. seems like the mainstream games probably won't be the ones like to you're, do it up. It'll oh, be probably the indie not. Yeah. It yeah. seems like the indie games have been knocking the horror market out lately. Yeah. I mean, more recently. Well, I, I guess we had we had two this past year that did really well. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I wasn't a huge fan of Amnesia. Like the first half was great, but the second half just that's really true, let me yeah. down. And there's the that was Slender that Man. the Slenderman. Yeah, that's yep. the, Slenderman. Ah, 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 no. 
it's not sc- once you get once you get into enough scenarios where where you actually see the Slender Man where it's continuously happening. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it's just those initial glimpses you get. Oh no! It's just like this tall, faceless thing. Oh, it it freaked me out the first handful of times I saw it until I got to just stare at him for a little bit. It's like, oh, that's not that that's bad. Not so bad. The Come very here. next Come time. Here, like it, like a minute, a matter of minutes later, when it's like my screen filled up with static and I'm dead, I start the game over again. He's right there. I freaked out as bad as the first time I saw it. <laughs> it's like there, there was nothing inside of my head to stop me from freaking out again. Yeah. It's like I just stared into this guy's face for a second, dared him to kill me, and now I I catch a glimpse out of my of him out of the corner of my eye, and I'd swear that I was about to die. You were about to die. I did die. I got so scared, I lost control of my mouse, and the screen just filled up with static, and all I could see was tree, sky, tree, sky, (laughs) and then static. Well, maybe if you liked static, it wouldn't be a problem. All right, well, we're about an hour here, (laughs) Oh, so yeah, it, it got a little ridiculous, but it's all good. I have a few announcements, mostly just letting you know about our other shows. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, we just did an awesome, awesome interview this past weekend at, why is this name Bent? escaping me now? Bent Bristillery yeah. uh, in Roseville, Minnesota. And Bartley was an amazing host. He was so good to us. Please go listen to the interview. It's on YouTube. It's on last week's Department of Offense. Uh, and then if you're in the area, as soon as they open up, stop by, grab a beer. And just talk to him. He's yeah. a really interesting it was guy. A lot of fun. Great interview. Yeah. Uh, and then bandwagons on Mondays, guys. Yeah, that's it is. the new musicy thing that's happening. Listen to music things where yes. we talk about music. Uh, tabletop theater on Wednesdays this month is Her Majesty's Secret Monster. Great and name. It's it's been a fantastic ride so far. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, and then breaking brief on Thursdays. That's a thing. That is a thing. And. What was that? I don't know. That was... Oh, <laughs> it was probably just a bad transition. We never really make it this far into the song. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check that out. That is Breaking Bad. We're going through every episode. It's a lot of fun. If you have any feedback on this episode or any of our other episodes, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash studios and follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Later. Later.